Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. So what are we looking at today? Well, what I wanted to share with you is I wanted to have a conversation about getting comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. So it might be the case that right now you're looking to move up the career ladder. You're wanting to get that next promotion or move organization and, and take a step up. Or it could be looking to try something new. Now, I'm not saying necessarily doing something completely different. So, for example, you might be in a you might be a finance professional and you're in a particular finance role at the moment. It could be, let's say, um, financial reporting and actually want to move into a more commercial role. So you could be looking at that, but actually that's making you feel uncomfortable. Or it may be that you're actually wanting to completely pivot to something entirely new. So what is it for you? But actually you're then thinking, no, you know, I'm comfortable where I am. So maybe I'll just put up with that and I'll stay where I am. So what's going on for you? Tell me. And, and here's the thing. We can be looking to move up the career ladder. We could be looking to try something a little bit different, like the finance professional example that I gave you, just maybe moving to a slightly different perspective of the work that you're already trained for, the thing that you're a professional in already. Or it could be you want to try something completely new. What is it for you? And what thoughts are going through your mind? Because people typically like to be comfortable. And taking ourselves out of that comfort zone and trying something new can be, or can create fear, it can, it's challenging, it has all the, the, those little inner dialogues coming up, of, is this going to work, what if, what if this happens, what if that happens, what if I fail, what if I succeed, what are other people going to think, what are they going to say about me or to me, so there's all that inner dialogue that happens as well. You might even be in a situation where there's a role that you'd really like to apply for, to put yourself forward for, but you feel that you only have 50% of the experience that they're looking for. Does that mean that you don't apply? Yes or no? I would advocate that you do apply because the worst that can happen is you get told no, you don't have enough experience. But the other side of that is actually, well, Imagine how that would stretch and grow you and have you learning new things and how fulfilling that would be for you. Because let me ask you, have you ever tried something new? Yes or no? And we all know the answer to that is yes, because ever since we were a child, you're always trying something new. You tried to walk and you learned to walk. You maybe fell down several times, but you got up and you kept going. There's numerous things that you've done through your life that you've done for the first time and succeeded or you've kept going you've kept repeating and or practicing until you've gotten better or you've mastered it so what am i trying to say here is that it's possible 
it is possible you go into something that is new, that is unfamiliar, and you succeed. And a way, an approach to take with this is to think about um, what are your transferable skills? What is it you bring to the table? So give some thought to that. What are those attributes, the skills, the, the, the capabilities, the things that demonstrate your performance that you bring to the table? And take the time to write this down because this is a really powerful thing to do. When you actually sit and write it down, not type it, but write it in a book or a piece of paper, it just, um, what's the word I'm gonna integrates it more, reinforces more how far you've come and what you've accomplished and what it is, what that value is that you bring to the world, that you bring to the table within your team or your organization. Have you ever done this? Because if you haven't, I really invite you to do it over the next few days. Take some time out to do this because it helps you to realize, okay, this is what I do bring. Because oftentimes you look at a job description and you think, well, actually, these are all the things I can't do. But maybe there are things that I can do that aren't on that job description that will help me in that role, will help me to bring more to the role. So you want to be thinking outside the box. And so when it comes to thinking about a change and that feeling of, will I be uncomfortable? How is that gonna feel for me? What is gonna be coming up for me? What are the fears? Look to put it into perspective and think about all of the, the positives that you can focus on, the what can happen that would be amazing rather than what could go wrong. And think about bringing into your awareness as well as your capabilities, those transferable skills, the things that you bring to the table. Also, I always advocate this, is to think about what actually lights you up, what energizes you, because People often talk about their strengths being the things that they're good at. My belief is the strengths are the things that energize us, that light us up. Because we can be good at something, but if we're doing it and we're bored, senseless, or we really would rather not be doing it, in other words, it drains our energy and we're looking at the clock constantly, waiting for time to pass, then really speaking, is that... Honestly speaking, is that something somehow? So, is that a way that you'd want to spend your working day, your working time? Or would you like to spend your time at work? And remembering we spend a lot of hours in our life working, doing things that light us up, that energize us, that motivate us, that fire us up. So, those I invite you to think of as your strengths. So, consider that and again, write them down. So maybe look at all the things you've done in your work experience over the years and the different types of tasks that you've had and which are the things that perhaps you would rather never do again. The things that you're, you're kind of okay with, you do them, but they don't really light you up at all. And then the things that you get excited about, you look forward to doing it. And actually when you get into that piece of work or that particular task, the time just flies. And you come away from it feeling energized and, and fulfilled and excited. Because thinking about those kinds of aspects will help you to get clear on what you want to be doing in that next move. And that will fill you with some amount of security of comfort around where you're moving to next. In other words, rather than focusing on the things that you don't know, 
the unknown, the things that the skills perhaps that you don't have. Look at all that you bring, all the value that you're bringing to the table and write them down so you really get to see them and reinforce and remind yourself how good you are. And we come back then to getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so for me, the important thing here is to recognize the benefits, the rewards of actually taking that step out of your comfort zone, getting uncomfortable and embracing it. And then think about where could that take me? How can I look back on this and realize actually it was the best decision I ever made? And there's three things I'd like you to consider if you're considering change. Three aspects that will help you to propel you forward and to embrace those opportunities, that change, that feeling of being uncomfortable. And you might be thinking, well, who am I to talk to you about this subject? So let me share a small part of my story from my career of where I did this. So back in, let me say, uh, about 99, 2000, so good 20 plus years ago, I was working as an accountant. I'd graduated, I qualified as an accountant, and I was doing various finance roles. And after a while, I came to realize that actually this isn't really uh, lighting me up anymore. I didn't dislike what I was doing but aspects of it I felt did drain my energy. And there wasn't enough aspects of it that really lit me up. And whilst I love the challenge because I was always learning and, and trying new things in terms of the roles that I had, they did challenge me, but I felt there was more. I wanted more and I wasn't quite sure what that was. So I did exactly what I've just shared with you. I grabbed a piece of paper and I wrote down my strengths the things that lit me up, the things that I had loved doing over the years and all the different roles I've had. And this included at the time, because I was only five or six years into my career. So this included even uh, roles that I'd had while I was still maybe at university, working you know, over the holidays, those kinds of things. But breaking down all of those tasks and looking at them and thinking, yeah, these are the kind of things I really did enjoy. They really lit me up and they energized me. And these are things I'd rather avoid or do less of. And long story short having analyzed this and then i also went ahead and did some due diligence i decided i wanted to move into recruitment and become a recruitment consultant now here's the thing with that at that time i lacked confidence i lacked self-esteem i was very quiet so i kept my head down and i worked really hard i didn't really speak up i wasn't particularly outgoing um, and I had a bit of an inferiority complex so I tended to hide away in the background so now you picture that and you imagine moving from a, a role which is mainly a desk role focused behind a computer looking at numbers and things and analyzing and then actually thinking well I'm going to go and become a recruitment consultant in finance so I was leveraging some of my knowledge of my skills of my training to do the role. Um, 
But think about what a recruitment consultant role entails, as I'm sure all of you will have um, encountered one at some point in your career. And this means going out to um, meet clients. So clients could be or are typically at different levels. So they could be at a similar level to what I was working at before or much more senior. So finance directors, finance controllers, people who were hiring into their teams who wanted my help, my guidance, my support as well as candidates, again, at all different levels who were looking for their next opportunity. And of course, there's the good old cold calling. And I remember my first day at work when I showed up for this recruitment role. And believe me, I had done my due diligence, so I did know what it entailed. But the reality is always a bit different, isn't it? And when my new director, he showed me my desk and my phone, and he said, okay, there's our best candidate of the moment. And there's a list of companies. I'd like you to ring around, see what jobs you could pick up, see if you can get this guy some interviews. Cold calling. And for a split second, I remember thinking to myself, actually, oh, maybe I should go back to my accountancy career because that was a lot easier. I knew what I was doing, it was much more comfortable. Or I could sit down at my new desk and make the phone calls and feel really uncomfortable more than anything because I was sat around a bank of other desks of very well experienced recruitment consultants who you know are going to be listening to your every word, waiting for you to make a mistake or say something silly. So all of that was going on in my head at this time, but I thought, no, you know, what? I've made this decision. I'm gonna go with this and I'm gonna grab this opportunity. And fast forward, um, a year or two down the line, I had done really well in the role. I'd smashed my quotas, I, I'd made some good money from it, the bonuses, the commission. And actually, on reflection, well, the, the thing is, this is my biggest, biggest learning, is that had I not taken that step out of my comfort zone, I would never have learned or realized what I was capable of, what I was truly capable of. And that experience gave me that confidence. So although I didn't have it to start with, by pushing myself, by making myself really uncomfortable and doing something different, it really stretched me. It helped me grow both personally and professionally. Until today, I will say, and we're talking 20 years ago, it was the best decision I ever made in my career. It was the best experience I had in terms of my personal and professional growth. Why am I sharing this with you? I'm sharing this with you to remind you or to reinforce to you that by getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, by taking yourself out of your comfort zone, you realize the possibilities. You'll realize what you are capable of and you will create new opportunities. I wouldn't be here today talking to you if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't made that decision 20 years ago. Quite frankly, I would probably still be working in a finance role of some sort. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that at all. But would I necessarily be truly fulfilled? Will I have grown personally and professionally the way that I have now? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know. But what I do know is that by taking those steps about stepping outside of what I at the time was my comfort zone, and really putting myself out there, it helped me to grow and to realize 
that there is so much more to me and my abilities and my capabilities. And at the time, I remember someone saying to me, Leela, you can achieve anything you put your mind to. And I'm sharing this with you today. If you are in a situation where you're feeling like you do need to do something differently or new for various reasons, it could be you found yourself in the job market, you've been made redundant. It could be that you are feeling bored, you're demotivated, you're stuck, you feel like you're not going anywhere, you're simply spinning your wheels and you want something different. Perhaps it's a case of you want to move up the career ladder and you want to take that next step or just simply try something new, something different. If that is you right now, then I invite you to take the step. However small it might be, take that little step out of your comfort zone, try something new. Because believe me, it will be the most rewarding thing you'll have done in experiencing what you are capable of. And that if you put your mind to it, you will be successful. So that's why I'm sharing this with you today and the topic of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable because I've been there and I've done it. And for those of you watching who know me, have met me, will know that I've done that consistently through my career. And I'll share that with you another time. So for, for today, it's about you and where you're at right now and what is stopping you from taking that step, that next move to doing something new. I'm just going to take a look at some comments that have come in. Let's see, Brad, like it, comfortable being uncomfortable during this changing world has helped me become a better leader and person in the work and the personal space. Thanks for reinforcing, Leela. Perfect, this is beautiful, I love this. And you've made a really good point here, Brad, in that you've gotten comfortable being uncomfortable during this challenging world that we've, we've become starting to become accustomed to. It's evolving, it's changing, there's so much uncertainty. So how can we expect to remain comfortable when there is so much massive change occurring around us daily? And it's about being adaptable, flexible, and, and embracing what is happening around us and, and, and enjoying, you know, looking at what are the opportunities always ask what are the opportunities here what are the possibilities of what's going on because human behavior dictates that our our natural behavior is to look at or focus on the negatives or what could go wrong what's going to happen what happened to my old routine of what i used to do for example i used to go to the office every day and now i have to work at home all the time okay but what are the new opportunities that have come out of that what are the positives and it's the same with everything. So thank you, Brad, for sharing that, because it's really important to remember we are in a world now, particularly over the last 12 months, where there is so much uncertainty for everybody. It's difficult to plan where we're going to be in 12 months time. We don't know. So what can we do to embrace that? It's to become adaptable and it's to become comfortable with feeling uncomfortable. There's three things, as I mentioned earlier, that I'd like to share with you when you think about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And the first thing is to challenge yourself. And that's been the theme of what I've been speaking about for the last maybe 20 minutes or so is challenging yourself. Take personal responsibility for your future, for your career roadmap, for where you're heading. And 
Ask yourself this, what is the worst that can happen? What is the worst? I think I've mentioned this before on a previous show that I'm, I've worked with numerous hundreds of people who were made redundant at various points in time. And for those people who I have stayed in touch with or reconnected with, there is not one single person who has regretted that afterwards. Yes, it may have taken time to get in, used to accepting the situation, but actually they were forced into a situation where they had to try something new, whether it's just simply moving to a new organization, taking on another job or doing something completely different, whatever it might have been, there would have been change. There would have been that feeling of uncomfortableness. So if that's even a word. Um, and, and so realizing that and then doing it and saying, actually, I'm so glad because now I'm in something I never have dreamt I would have enjoyed so much or had so many opportunities or met so many amazing people. So it's about keeping that open mind and embracing the opportunities as they show up. So challenge yourself because it allows you to learn and to grow. And by doing that, you also want to take that personal responsibility. So for example, to read up, to become well acquainted with your industry that you're in, what's happening in your industry? What are the current trends? What are the risks? What are the challenges maybe for the organization that you're in? And what about within the organization and, and what you, you, you as a business are focused on? What's happening there? Are you understanding how, um, the, let's say the global pandemic is impacting the business that you're working in? So start to become aware of that, read up on it, research, learn, listen to people, talk to people. And understand, have that awareness of what is going on, because this allows you to grow and also creates opportunities for you because you're having a more meaningful conversation with people as well. And remember, we talk about branding and the perception other people have of you. And if they have a perception that you are genuinely interested in, in the industry that you're in, the organization that you're in, and you, you kind of you've bought into it in that way that you, you have that interest, you know what's going on. They'll remember that as opposed to someone who simply comes in, does their job and goes home, or right now just logs on and logs off because you're working from home, but you, you get the idea. So do challenge yourself, that's number one, that's my first invitation to you. So the second thing is courage. And I think that that's pretty obvious from what I've been sharing, both in my own story and about the examples of what you can do of what is possible, is having the courage to take those risks, to try something new. Because without that, we might run the risk of having regrets later on when we look back and think, maybe we should have done that. Or you see somebody else who does it and you think, wow, actually it wasn't as bad as I thought it could have been. I wish I had done that. So think about that as well. So have the courage to take the risk, to step out of your comfort zone, and also the courage to ask for help. Because this is huge. For a lot of people, they see it as a sign of weakness, actually it's a sign of strength to ask for that help. And it also shows that you're willing to learn, that you don't show up and pretend that I know it all, I don't need to ask for anyone's help. Then you go along and you make big mistakes. That is what people will remember more is the mistakes that you made rather than going and asking for help. And people love to help. So do reach out and ask, have the courage to ask for help. 
The third thing is confidence. Something you know I talk about a lot is having that confidence in both yourself and your abilities. How can you do this? As I mentioned earlier, take a piece of paper and write down. Write down your strengths, the things that energize you, the things that light you up. Write down a list as well of things that you are good at in terms of your capabilities, your performance. What are those things? And then write a list of your accomplishments. And this is something I mentioned in a previous show is to keep a track of this throughout the year. You don't want to get to the end of the year where you've got your review and you're scrabbling around. And believe me, I've done this before. Trying to remember what have I actually done all year? What have I accomplished? Keep it in your notebook or on your laptop, uh, just a document and just keep throwing things onto that as you do them, as you accomplish them. However, however big or small they are, they don't have to be huge. They're steps one step further ahead, something new that you've done that you hadn't done before. A great piece of feedback that you had on a, a piece of work or a project, a new client that you want, a sale that you made, whatever it is, put them down in your list of accomplishments. Why? Because again, this reinforces how good you are. By doing that, it reinforces your confidence in your own abilities and the value that you are delivering in your role. So lots of writing to do, thinking about your strengths, the things that light you up, that energize you, you love to do, the things that are your, your, um, your capabilities, the things that you're really good at in terms of your performance. That's different from the things that energize you. So have that list as well and your accomplishments because your accomplishments are the things particularly that will really reinforce your confidence, will show you how far you've come and how much you've accomplished and how much you've grown. And all of these things will help when you're having those conversations about maybe negotiating a pay rise, wanting to be considered for a, a new project or a promotion. All of these things are things you can bring to that conversation. And as I said, with confidence, I was once told this, and I'm sharing this with you because it's always stayed with me, is that you can do anything that you put your mind to. So the three things, the three takeaways I'd like for you to consider today are when getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is firstly to challenge yourself, challenge yourself to take the risk, to step out of the comfort zone, to try something new, to stretch yourself because you will grow, you will learn and you will feel fulfilled and elated at what you've accomplished. And continue as well to, to challenge yourself in terms of learning more about your industry, about your organization and what's really going on. So you can have meaningful conversations about it. Number two is courage. Courage to take risks, to try something new and to ask for help. Asking for help is a sign of strength and a willingness to learn and not pretending that you know it all. And number three is confidence. So showing up with that confidence, both in yourself and in your abilities. And one way to do that is to reflect on how far you've come, those accomplishments over the last year or over your career, however big or small, because that will help to reinforce that. And as I said, I've been there, I've done this, I've repeatedly taken a step out of my comfort zone and, and taken on new roles where I've had no experience 
and I've been successful in them because I've diligently put my head down. I've worked hard. I've asked for help. I've done my own like work, research, reading, whatever I've had to do to understand so I could succeed. And that's something we can all do. For me, if we don't start feeling uncomfortable, we're not growing, we're not learning, because taking ourselves out of that comfort, comfort area, that zone of doing what we know all of the time, it, it's, I can't, I don't have words to explain it, but it really, looking back, that when I've done it, it's inspired me to realize what I'm capable of, but what I could have potentially missed out on as well. And I'm a huge advocate of not living with regret. And that's why I feel it's very important to look at the opportunities and, and ask yourself, what is possible? Not what if, what if this goes wrong, but what is possible here? If I take this opportunity, if I do something different, if I try something new. And so I hope this is helpful. I hope it has resonated with you today. I do hope you've enjoyed today's session and it has been useful for you. You've got some takeaways just to um, wrap up with that and remind you what it's all about today. If you've just hopped on is this get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Number one, challenge yourself, take risks, try something new, have the courage, have the courage to ask for help and to step outside of your comfort zone. Ask yourself what is the worst that can possibly happen and have the confidence, have that confidence. And one way of doing that is by really taking a step back and reflecting on how far you've already come to recognize that you are good, you have got value to bring and that will start to reinforce the confidence for you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.